welcome back to another episode of Mixtape Podcast. I'm Fatma Arif and today my guests are Sonia Rahman and Meher Hussain. Uh, Meher is a returning guest and Sonia is joining us for the first time. Uh, and today we are going to talk about a book that both of them uh, have brought uh, into this world. That's called Wolfie. It's a children's book. And it's, I would say it's a one of its kind in Pakistan because I think uh, we, when it comes to children's book, we don't see a lot homegrown content. We see a lot uh, of, specifically in English, we see a lot of uh, foreign authors that we ourselves grew up on. Uh, but this is one of the few books that has been locally done, locally written and locally published. So my first obvious question is going to be, how did the idea of Wolfie came about? How did you guys ended up collaborating on it? So just share that story. Okay, great. Fatma, thank you so much for coordinating this for both of us. It's an absolute honor. And you've been so kind and so sweet to, you know, uh, chase up with us, um, you know, for weeks now. So thank you for giving us this platform to talk about the book. Um, it means a lot. So to answer your question, Fatma, uh, basically, um, so during the lockdown, uh, Meher and I uh, had just finished working on a nonfiction book. Uh, Meher was one of the editors and I was a write the writer for the book. And uh, that um, nonfiction book took, a took almost two years. And around that time, uh, and then the lockdown had just hit, uh, you know, happened, uh, COVID had hit, and then the lockdown, et cetera. Everything was in a complete frenzy. And um, I think, you know, that year, year and a half, Fatma, I think if you ask anyone, uh, of course, there was a lot of hardship and heartbreak and trauma. But at the same time, I think that was a period of complete introspection and inner miracles, you know, um, at the risk of sounding a little over the top. Um, so I started having all these realizations. I was very creatively, emotionally, mentally drained after working on that nonfiction book, even though, Alhamdulillah, it was very gratifying. It was a beautiful process. And what better than to have one of my best friends and mentors, Meher being one of the editors for the book. So, the, you know, we were very happy once it was out in the open, but I was very drained out and there was a lot happening as well. Um, so, you know, one th so I had obviously like all of us, I had a lot of time to think and it just hit me. I was like, you know, why haven't I explored children's fiction? So basically, Fatma, my want to write a children's book or let's say children's book, inshallah, this year and the years to follow started in 2015. I was working with a major school network in Lahore and uh, I was working on the school curriculum for grades one, two and three for English and social studies for little kids. And um, I was the English curriculum, social studies curriculum person. So I was exposed a lot to local children's literature, literature, foreign literature as well for bachas. And uh, it was a fascinating process, putting together lesson plans, putting together, um, uh, you know, a multimedia, um, a whole bunch of activities with it, reading activities, etc. So I remember back then in 2015, I had gone to the readings bookshop ka workshop in Lahore. Uh, it was fascinating, dusty, massive warehouse in Lahore. Floor to ceilings, chock-a-block full with books, and the children's section was delightful. Everything from Enid Blyton to you name it, any kind of uh, you know literature for children and local stuff as well. 
But throughout that process, Fatma, um, that one year of looking for books for children, I couldn't find a lot of local literature. So I think Tapsena, it was like a little kida in my mind. And um, I used to look at the layouts and I used to be like, how beautiful, you know, it's such a simple story, but it's tackling a subject like self-esteem. It's tackling a subject like it's okay to be different, things like that, right? Bullying, things like that, and loving one another, animal welfare, blah, blah, blah. So that stuck in my mind. So then in 2020, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, you know what? I want to heal from what's happening in the world, from my own inner turmoil. Let me try writing a children's book, you know? So I remember calling Meher and saying, Meher, if I write this children's book, will you support me? Will you back me? Uh, because she had just launched her um, publishing platform, Zuka Books. Um, in fact, during that process, she was also just at the tip of getting uh, her own nonfiction book on the history of Pakistani fashion out, a monumental project. And she said, you know what, Sonia, don't even think twice, just run with it. And that's how it started. So Mehra, uh, what will you add to this from there on? I think after that, anything I say is going to sound so, you know, lame. But no, I, I mean, Sonia's covered the, the, the whole process, but you know, I, th I think when the pandemic hit, in my case, I certainly went through this massive existential crisis where I just thought, you know, that's it. That I, I, you know, I, I remember standing outside in my little lawn, looking at the gate at, as it was being bolted. And I just thought, well, that's it. That's, I mean, what has been the impact of one's life? What has been the purpose or what have I done? And by no means was I trying to chase fame or you know, make a fortune or anything. It was just like, what value have I added to um, society or to the country or to people around me? And, and that's when um, I began to think that this got to be a lot more to than just what we do in our daily lives. One has to be able to connect and one has to be able to create social value. And so when Sonia came to me and she said, you know, I want to do a children's book and it's about, a, it's about you know, a, a little dog and how he rescues his friends. And that, that resonated with me because I thought, this is a book about connection. This is a book about creating a community. This is about realizing that it's not just about oneself, but you have to have a connection with, it could be one person, it could be a group of friends, it could be a community, it could be a neighborhood, it could be a city, country, whatever it is. And... I loved the idea so much and I remember reading the first draft and I, I was just blown away because I thought, again, Fatma, as you very correctly pointed, Pakistani children's literature has been such a shit show, you know, um, whether it's in terms of content, whether it's terms of um, imagery, whether it's terms of um, storytelling i mean long gone are the days ki you know sadia ki ammi ne kaha ki chalo market chalte hain aur sadia ke baba ne kaha ki acche bacche rote nahi hai you know it was like oh for god's sakes yaar you know ye sari bahut achhi baatein hain bahut pyari baatein hain but they're no longer relevant and the way that sonia works i mean i i been working for sonia for far too many years that i'd like to say here publicly <laughs> in the capacity of a colleague, as a friend, and we've done many, many projects together. I knew that what she had, what she was going to deliver wasn't just going to be a story. It was going to have immense 
societal, social, cultural value. And I think living in Pakistan, we can't ignore those elements. I wish we were in a position where one could write a fluffy commercial piece mm. of book and put it out there and, and, and you know, people will lap it up. But unfortunately, given where we are, we just can't do it. And I think being aware of our privilege, Sans, I'm going to take, you know, speak on your behalf here as well. Being aware of our privilege, it was our, it, it is our duty to utilize it, to sort of create stuff that can inspire others and let people know that that's, that's the ultimate goal of, of whatever projects that I do. This is possible and you can do it. And so that's why Wolfie came into being. Yeah, so um, like I obviously for this podcast, I went through, I read the book um, and obviously people who will be listening to this podcast, I think I won't be giving out any spoilers. That's more for the kids. So it's basically it maps the story. Uh, and I think the one of the key things that resonated as an adult reading it, even for research purposes, was that, you know, it, it wasn't an alien story. Uh, kids nowadays and even adults we, uh, who are active on social media, we know how unfortunately uh, animals uh, get treated in this country. And it's not something that's just, I would say only, you know, specific to Pakistan, Kiji Pakistan ka ek issue hai. It happens worldwide as well. But we know, okay, pe bhi ek hai. we at times get to see very horrific videos. And um, I think, um, um, I think Arafat Mazard ka ne jo comic series nikali thi ya kya tha. But I remember that one clip which he used, showed at the end where kids were basically, uh, unfortunately, torturing um, wild an a wild dog a wild animal a sheep thi, I don't remember exactly and yeah. I, that sort of goes on to show okay, wo, agar aap, because with my so, sort of as I was off uh, reco recording ka start se pehle, uh, Sonia ko thi, to when you I used to be working for a non-profit that used to you know work in wildlife so a lot of complaints that we uh, complained to me a lot of commentary that we used to get from lay pe man, people were so, you know, considering that they are, you know, less important, obviously we were trying to explain to people the bigger picture of it. But anyways, this is a common uh, thing that, you know, goes around. So that context highlighting and educating children at a, in their language, I think, will go a long way. So obviously credit goes to you for that. Uh, my, if you want to like add on to something, you can obviously do that. But my next question would be that given both um, of your, uh, you know, work of body that you guys have done, uh, you as a writer, Sonia, and Meher Apke as editing that uh, you have like from Zuka Books, I know you have edited and published a diverse um, uh, kind of books, but how was the process of writing a children's book for the first time? Was the writing process a bit different as you would do for an adult? Uh, and likewise, Meher, uh, edit, as an editor, what were the things that you like looked out for? You know, because obviously, uh, maybe we can empathize ourselves. But I'm sure writing for children is a bit more difficult. Absolutely, Fatma, that's a very good question. So basically, when I started writing Wolfie, I, I just thought, you know what, I... And I've always approached my work like this, Fatma, 
uh, it's been a bit feral with and very spontaneous, you know. So I, I just didn't really have a plan in mind. All I knew was because I love dogs. I'm a dog lover, just like Meher, you know, you, you're an animal lover as well. Um, I knew that the central focus had to be dogs and the protagonist, the main character had to be a little dog. So Fatima, I just started writing, okay? And uh, two things started happening in that um, in that process. Uh, number one, I started writing like a journalist. I started acting very, writing very factually. Oh, this happened and that happened, <laughs> you know? So Meher, uh, I let her take over after this, but she pointed that out. She's like, you know, you just write naturally, let go of the journalist identity, you know? So that was a struggle tha initially. Uh, draft ke baad, dusra draft was better. And uh, the other thing was that um, I started I started noticing that I was going into too many lofty descriptive details and I and I started thinking wait a second when I was that age seven eight nine um, you know I would read books like Enid Blyton and Vagera and they used to be beautiful stories and characters but written in the simplest of ways so it initially very challenging to um, to come back down to that simplicity, but yet create that sense of magic and awe and excitement and connection with the characters and to really start writing as a child of that age would be reading. So it was quite interesting. I started feeling like I was nine again or eight again while I was writing, you know? And but many times that critical voice, Fatma, would come in my mind and it would be like, oh my God, you know, this doesn't sound very promising. You're sounding so simplistic. So I had to keep reminding myself what you're writing for children. Mm -hmm. And I'd let Meher take over here. She pointed out something, by the way, really good. Ke, uh, and I'll let her take over, bring in the Lahore element and what happened afterwards. That's an excellent question, Fatima. And Sonia, I think you've raised some really, really good points. And, and I really hope that, you know, um, budding writers and journalists really listen to what you had to say because, okay, so there, there are several things here that I'm going to pick up from what Sonia has just said. Well, number one, Sonia and I, we are journalists, right? And throughout our career, you know, careers, sorry, we, our minds, think along the lines of report writing or feature writing or factual information. And, and it's a real struggle because you could sit here and tell me, Meher, describe what you're seeing right now. And I will quickly skim through. And it's, it's something that I really struggle with to date to sort of get into the details which can connect with the reader. And I think as an editor, um, after editing four or five books, and very different books, you know, nonfiction, fiction. A children's book is a different ballgame altogether because you are catering to a mindset that you no longer identify with, especially in a country like Pakistan, where we're told as females from a very young age, grow up, grow up. I mean, it's, it's safe to say that by the time we're teenagers, we're already mentally, we're already young women in our 20s, right? And our childhood is literally drummed out of us very, very quickly. And so it the, the, more than the language, which I trusted Sonia with completely, for me, I was aware of several other elements as a parent. Number one, the font size. Both mm -hmm. my kids wear glasses. 
I wear glasses. Increasingly, children have weaker eyesight due to the amount of time that they spend on their tablets, watching television, or on their phones. So one of the things that I kept harping on about, I think, Sonia, you must forgive me now, um, is I, is, I, I kept saying, you know, keep the language simple, but it's the font size. It's the font size. And I know that it must have been so frustrating that storyline font size. But for me, it was like, you have to understand that these are children who whose eyesight is suffering by large. Secondly, the thing was Fatma, you need to realize that kids of today are YouTube generation. In fact, not even YouTube, YouTube short generation. Yeah. Where we had the patience to listen to a song that went on for two to three minutes. Today's kids don't even have the patience to do that. They just want something fast, snappy, get it over and done with, right? Yeah. So that's where the descriptions, as much as I love them, and as much as I enjoy reading them, I knew on a certain level, I was like, Bust, you're going to lose a kid in two sentences, right? Third was the characters. As a nation, we connect and identify with people. We are a very visual nation. And so when there were no pictures in this, I knew immediately yeah, the characters have to be something that they can relate to, right? These are characters that can really sort of, a child can read them and think, yeah, hi, I know this person. So some element of familiarity, which is why you can probably see in each and every single character, there's something that is familiar there. There's an element of caring, which comes from a parent. There's the element of friendship, which children can identify with those tunkasar. So I think when it came to editing this book, one, there was a necessity to keep it short. And my go-to book for anyone who writes wants to write children's um literature has always been fantastic mr fox because the story is engaging it's packed full of adventure but not too much adventure where a child is consistently on a high there are moments of slow for example there's a scene in which we i'm not going to give the story away but there's a bus scene yeah and that is such a lovely gentle crescendo to what had been happening before that there was a lot being packed in and that bus scene is so gentle you let the child sort of ease in and sort of give them time to process before moving on to the next adventure mm. so i think that was something that was very crucial in terms of keeping language simple look i always say this it's not about the big words it's not about the sentences it's just that every single sentence has to add value to the story every single sentence has to take a story forward dialogue has to move the, has to move the storyline forward the plot forward if you're putting something in in your description such as for example um there was a tree and wolfie sat underneath the tree now what is the connection of the tree to the story if it, if the tree is just there you're just burdening the child with information that is useless they're going to read the sentence and they're going to forget it and what's the point of that you've just wasted something you've wasted an element you wasted the storyline segment so all of this sounds very boring, I know, but the idea was that we have to cater to a very young nation, children who are not in the habit of reading, children whose attention spans have been destroyed by social media, and of course the pandemic. Let's not forget, you know, the pandemic has affected children's reading so badly. Right now in Pakistan, there's a nation of six-year-olds that cannot read. And I'm not just talking about private or public schools, I'm talking nationwide. So all of these elements, were very, very crucial. And on some level, I think, I mean, I hope one day we get to see an Urdu version of Ulfi. 
that was also the back of my mind agar ye kar ko translate hoegi to kaise hoegi kis tarah hoegi that was also something that's always been there it has to be written in a way where in a local language it can be easily adapted without losing the essence of the message yeah and and i think on that front you have done a pretty good job because uh, specifically your translation wali baat hai uh, i think if you guys down the road decide to do that uh, it can it is easily because ek to characters bhi in storyline bhi it's very relatable it's not ke wo kisi ko thesaurus leke baithna padega to you know see ki kya kis tarah karna exactly and lahore setting is see ki you know hamare bachche jo hai when they say, we look at us we, we talk about in like we think of london england yeah. uh we think of you know uh roald dahl's literature yeah. you can think of uh the bearstein bears that's in us i mean that there's nothing here to give children ownership of yeah. a city the same way that we had ownership of lahore sonia through 90s music literature i mean mohsin hamid's book for example when it came out we were like you know what this yeah. is my land yeah but this is i know this culture right pakistani children don't have anything where they can turn around and read something and be like ye ha ye mere shehar ke bare mein hai i own this mm-hmm. so that sense of ownership is also very important for children in a world in a country where they don't have very much control not even over their own bodies or minds mm-hmm. so that that element of the whole was there for say ki ye aapka shehar hai ye aapki kahani hai aur ye aap bus you yeah. know i've actually traveled on one of those truck art wale buses mm-hmm. it was a great experience but it's yeah. something that i look back on and wo dukh hota hai ki yaar my kids will never get to do these things because zamane badal gaye halat badal gaye so i think that bus scene is actually quite iconic because it's the only way the children will ever be able to relate on being a lahori red bus oh. i mean it's it's sad in a way but you just make do with what you can Yeah, obviously. Um, both obviously, I think we can have another separate conversation around the public transport system and the environment. While like, वो एक वो जो adult conversation है for adults and for environmentalists, we'll we'll have a we'll have a separate session. Uh, we but we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, so you talked about obviously the हमने uh, you hinted upon that you know there's a perspective that अगर आगे जाके इसको translate करें तो I just wanted to ask a question that. is wolfy a one time book or will it, it there is potential of are you open to the idea you already you have thought about the fact that it can be a series where because you're ending a book ki again without giving uh, a lot more uh, it can be turned into a series so absolutely fatma that's a great point to pehli baat i'll address the urdu translation bilkul um i think uh, you know me and meher uh, i think both of us <laughs> i think we're a bit similar in that way where we kind of like you know we, we 
you know, for us, it's the creative process. It's the project. It's honoring that process. It's honoring that project. And it's never, okay, oh, my God, I will be the next J.K. Rowling or I will be the next Collins for kids. You know what I mean? Um, so me and Meher, we are kind of like our expectations for everything. I think even throughout our lives, it's always been very low, you know? So I don't think we really expected uh, to, for there to be such a wonderful response, you know, like peers, friends, yourself as well, have been interviewing us, covering us. Um, you know, we've had uh, two book launches so far. Uh, the British Council's interested in, you know, uh, doing another a book launch, uh, I think end of this month or next month. So from that point of view, um, Sorry, I'm running, uh, I'm going off onto another tangent. But I think right now at this stage, me and Meher, we're kind of like, so right now we've sold half the, uh, you know, uh, half of the stock that we had with us and it happened very, very quickly. And uh, so I think right now we're kind of like marinating in the understanding of, let's say, the Urdu translation for one. So that is something which is on the cards. Uh, what, uh, you know, you've mentioned about making it a series. Absolutely. Um, you know, in fact, a friend's uh, son, he's seven years old. Uh, two things happened after he read Wolfie. She sent me a video of him, Daniel. Uh, he was reading the book. And uh, uh, the child just stopped reading, looked up at his mother at the camera and said, like he, there was that Pechan, Lahore, my city, Lahore. And that was when I realized that Meher is right because obviously she's a parent, she knows what the child needs, ek to wo font ke mein, this and that. And then having the re relatability, the surroundings, character, you know, so that I realized and I remembered, yes, that's so important for children, you know. So, um, and then the second thing that the child that Daniel said was, uh, and he told his mother to send me a voice note, Ki mama, please tell Sonia Khala that the next book she writes should be on Max or whoever else in the book. You know, it should be a continuation yeah. and the story should now be about XYZ. And that's when I started realizing that, uh, you know, children really like, you know, because kids love cartoons, right? It's, it's like, you know, different episodes and they love the continuation of the story. Yeah. So that is definitely something on the cards. I just don't want to rush the process right now because I'm still trying to figure out whether um, I should, because the priority Fatima is, and you know, even Meher knows this, um, it was our vision right from the get-go. Our main thing is to make an impact, even if it's on a small pool of children, parents, animal empathy, sensitization towards the Bezaban, the innocent, animals and because see when a child is sensitized to the bezaban the child is sensitized to his or her entire surroundings you know in fact they say in psychology that if a child has grown up seeing um you know uh, you know animals being abused the bezaban being abused or indulges in it him or herself that child has a higher propensity to be a sociopath um, a, a psych xyz have severe psychological problems and to be a menace for society so you know our thing from the get-go was that we want to make an impact in this regard 
also you know you also have to see what has been happening in our external environment aisha chundrigarh foundation the non profit for animals in karachi has been uh, championing am- animal rights in karachi and pakistan for the past 7 8 years or well actually a decade now Yeah. so that has been hotting up for the past 3 4 5 years you know mashallah she's been doing immense work there's laps in peshawar there's tods in lahore there's jfk in lahore animal uh, activists hain journalists who are now tackling animal rights have yeah. uh, gone to the government now um they have now incorporated uh, one or two books non fiction on animal empathy and animal kindness in the curriculum so that's you know something else altogether so our main you know vision was okay we have to make an impact in the child's mind and heart because obviously you're you're helping them become better more sensitive sensible softened individuals uh and also our thing was that this country does not believe in uh you know trap neuter uh spay you know that tnbr i'm sorry i'm kind of messing up the term instead unka you know their solutions are to you know boot yeah. the animal out of yeah. hena or throw acid on the animal or like in so many housing societies in this country they just yeah mass poison yeah exactly so so basically that was the main thing to so 100% whether there's going to be a wolfy part 2 or 3 which they will they will also be books for um picture books for toddlers 3 to 5 year olds um very illustration centric about animal welfare and things like believing in yourself so sorry that was such a long answer but no yeah. but uh, you gave i think um, you you basically uh, responded to a couple of questions that i had and you have like summed it up pretty well so uh, when you were saying about na the kid told you that you know next story ye wali honi chahiye tha i was thinking yeah you can you can have this this could be our local version animal centric of the secret seven or the famous five books that we you know we grew up on and hopefully the lo- kids can have this can be a local version of or you know that go- grows up into something different obviously so it's exciting uh, prospects and really really looking forward uh, to your other uh, projects as well and obviously see how this progresses meher to her adventure ke liye taiyar hoti hain to that will be but i just i just wanted to say ki fatma you know the thing is ki i think we've seen pakistan go through so many changes um on a local level we've seen the whole evolve change shift in ways where i think it's at least i don't see the whole as the same city as mm. it was when i once knew it yeah. and this is not going down some nostalgic thing ke, you know purane zamane mein aur naye zamane mein kya fark hai but it's it's more about sort of like understanding that how connected we are with with the way we're living how connected we are with nature with our diet with um animals with each other um you know things there's there's so much uncertainty in pakistan that i know that this stems from a desire for stability and certainty when somebody does something new or when somebody produces something new there's this immense need this is this is insane you know it's it's almost like craving ki bas yaar ye ek achhi cheez hai ab aapne aur produce karna hai aur aap bas karte rahe sari zindagi because there's such a lack of 
goodness out in Pakistan. There is good stuff, but it's mm-hmm. lacking, yeah. right? So in the case of Wolfie, when it came out, I was very conscious of the fact that this is something really, really wonderful, right? And and I've, I've been extremely lucky to have worked with wonderful authors, and each book has had an impact. So even with Wolfie, it really mattered to me that a kutta will be covered. कुत्ता जैसे हम एक गाली समझते हैं कि कुत्ता होएगा कवर पे और तुम लोग कुत्ते की कहानी पढ़ोगे और तुम लोग कुत्ते के साथ एम्पाटाइज करोगे यू नो दैट्स दैट्स व्हाट मैटर्ड फॉर मी टू लुक्स बिकॉज़ वी आर सो डिबेस्ड एज अ पीपल इट्स इट्स यू नो लाइक यू सेड की वर्किंग विद द एनजीओ द वाइल्ड लाइफ एनजीओ एंड यू सेइंग कि लोग करेंगे जी लोग मर रहे हैं तो जानवरों को हम क्या कर सकते हैं इट्स I don't blame people. People are so degraded and 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 you know stripped of of all sense of humanity. It becomes really difficult for them to see any goodness or any kindness, and this is something that has spread relatively throughout Pakistan. And therefore, when something good does happen, they want it for themselves. Because if we aid, ari hai, which ara hai, and then they want more. And animals don't really matter. So the point that I'm trying to make here is while people have really responded very well to Wolfie and they want more, looking at the current economic crisis in Pakistan and the lack of raw materials or even something as simple as paper, you know, it becomes really difficult to sort of wonder what is the longevity of something, even though there is a desperate need for it, and. it sort of makes one think yeah chiki ek achhi cheez hai how do we make it last how do we make it sustainable taki it doesn't just end there and then so i think with wolfy the characters this immense potential i mean i love the idea of doing a, uh, an animated series yeah. about wolfy and i yeah. think sonia and i sort of very briefly spoke about it as well because i think that's something that could be wonderful released on youtube why not you know but again mm-hmm. it really depends on the market as well is is the market going to enable it and can we sustain it yeah these are really important questions i mean i i hate bringing these these elements in but again like i said we have to work with the context we're living in yeah no and and you really rightly pointed it out but jo aap baat keh rahi hain these are not something that uh, you know we are not like re- reinventing the wheel or something these are the sort of the cycles of storytelling which we see in other places as well usually aapki jitna bhi even aapka jo jitna ott pe content a lot of it is adapted from books from novels likewise for children series as well a lot of it is adapted from uh, their books and the, their stories but obviously um, and they have like i think figured out the economic साइकल ऑफ इट अनफॉर्चुनेटली यहाँ पे थोड़ा सा इट इट्स स्टिल ए टू स्टम एक्सटेंड इट्स ट्रू बट इट्स स्टिल कंसिडर यू नो इन एक्स्ट्रा एक्स्ट्रा एक्सपेंस एंड नॉट समथिंग दैट्स नीडेड सो आई थिंक दैट इज अ की इशू बट होपफुली वाई नॉट एनिमिटेड सीरीज आई थिंक इन दिस डे एन एज इन द वे यू सेट यू नो द किड्स दीज डेज दैट्स वाई दे आर कंज्यूमिंग कॉन्टेंट सो वाई नॉट क्वेश्चंस पूछेंगे उम्मीद उम्मीद दुनिया दुनिया कायम कायम है है ये 
So, um, Sonia, you um, did uh, hint upon in your previous answer as to what the response has been, and it, it's been pretty good. Uh, and you have, like, obviously, but would you like to add some more interesting stories, both of you, if you have any about the reaction that you received through parents or directly when you did the book readings from kids? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, take a minute and then I'll let Meher take over. Um, I think, um, you know, and Meher would agree as well. I think with the book readings, with the launches as well, you know, we've had parents coming up to us and saying, you know, thank you for writing a book like this, for publishing a book like this, because, you know, they were like in shock almost, you know, there's literally nothing, which is very, very gratifying. And I'd also like to just give a shout out to, uh, the illustrator for the Wolfie cover, Mariam Akram. She goes by Kashmiri Chai and Books on Instagram. Uh, in fact, Ziyadatar to, you know, uh, feedback that the cover was so eye-catching and captivating uh, that, you know, inshallah, maybe in book number two or three, illustrations, even if they're four or five, you know, seven or 10, I think that would be important, you know, so because that visual reference for the child in this day and age, like you and Meher were just talking about, that's become imperative, you know? Absolutely, I agree 110% with you, Sonia. Like I said, we are a visual nation, you know, whether it's from clothes, to colors, to how the way food is presented, to videos to makeup to hair we are very much a rejuvenation and i think um you know one of the things that struck me and i don't know if it struck you so yeah but one of the things that struck me and this was at the uh, book launch that we had at tahir time was that parents showed up and they brought their children and it was such and as a parent i could see it it was such a relief for them that they didn't have to shell out thousands of rupees to do something with their kids. You know, it was just nice for them to sit down with their children and listen to a story being told. And and it's overwhelming being a parent in Pakistan. I don't think we talk about this enough, how difficult it really is. Just this recent incident of, of the girls bullying yeah. or rather violently attacking a fellow school girl. This is the state of parenting. And I know I'm sounding completely judgmental here, but I will definitely blame society for creating such an environment. And I think yeah. at Tahir the parents were just so happy. And the children are getting entertained, and they're listening and connecting to a character that is homegrown. So there was none of that, you know, Beruni Mulki Western conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to worry about any of that. And so yeah. I think what Sonia did with Wilkie was she really ushered in the idea of a new form of entertainment, which had died out which was essentially book reading and even though the cover is very beautiful and i am so grateful to maria for putting in so much time and effort into it every element adds to the experience a book is not just what you read a book is what you see what you're feeling what you're holding 
what you're experiencing. And I think for parents, that's something that they definitely connected with. And also the things about, I mean, you know, we, I think more than our generation, it's this new generation that is so aware of their senses. Like, I can't do this, I'm feeling tired, or I'm feeling sad today, or, oh, you know, I, I'm getting really angry. We never said any of these things. Yeah. Just smile and salam. As I call them, you know, this phenomenon. But smile and salam. That's it. And so I think when, when adults read this book, and this is something I've experienced when whenever people have bought um other Zuka titles as well, is that the feedback has been you know, this was so good because it helped me or I connected with the themes of this. And I've seen that with, with Wolfie as well. People have actually wanted to read something because, again, we're so isolated as human beings, as Pakistanis from each other, that they're just looking for something physical to cling on to and then be like, hey, or I understand this as well. That need for connection is, is sorely lacking. And I think in Sonia's book where she talks about believing in yourself or um, going out and chasing your dreams, these aren't things that we're told that are told to the average child in Pakistan. And that certainly includes us. I, I would dare say the three of us. But I don't think we were ever told at any one point, you know, be kind to yourself, mm. believe in yourself. These are things that are And so I think for adults to read stuff like this now, it's 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 not healing. It's more about that maybe I can do something. Just that comfort. So I think, again, Wolfie is, is, is different because it's not just about animal empathy, but it's also about creating a connection for children and adults, both. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Meher is uh, like, uh, no, uh, like Meher is like the right person to have a conversation on these subjects because she makes, makes sort of closes the loop and connects. Uh, generational trauma her connect um so before I let you guys go um can you can you share what uh, next other than obviously this any other projects that you are working on not just uh, with regards to your writing but anything else interesting that you are working on these days Fatma Abikili, I'm taking a bit of a break, but um, I do know Meher is thinking about something or something is cooking. <laughs> As always. Definitely. Um there is something I've been harboring a dream for the longest of time. Um I've been dreaming of a book about Lollywood for years and years and years. And I think Sonia because I've always gone about it. I want to do a book on Lollywood. I want to do a book on Lollywood. So this year I'm hoping it will yeah. happen. Um, other than that, I've now, um, I'm hoping to take my sustainability work sort of, which, which, you know, had been happening, but it was mm -hmm. slow, um, through, through a different organization, um, Fashion Revolution Pakistan, 
and they, I've just joined them. And so I'm hoping that, you know, I can create more awareness about the environment and particularly about uh, agriculture, which of course includes animals and seeds and everything else uh, related to rural life, mm -hmm. uh, connecting it with sustainability. And um, work-wise, I'm sort of taking things easy at the moment, but um, I'm hoping that this year things will pick up later on. Yeah, that that's these are very interesting and projects. And obviously, I have made mental notes of when and for which project I'm calling you back and when pre pre post during. So thank you so much for your time. This was really fun. Um, hopefully, um, I will uh, get links from you guys and add on for people uh, where they can buy Wolfie. And hopefully, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Fatima.